All right, we're up to Dafkuf Tezayin Amid Beis, four lines from the bottom, Ahu Gavra. What the Mishnah had said was that if a person steals land from someone, and then a Ganav comes and steals it from everybody, so the question is, does the, again, Ruvain steals it from Shimon, and then, uh, you know, this marauder comes and just steals all the land. So the question is, is Ruvain kind of scot-free? Because at the end of the day, even if he didn't steal it, it would have been stolen anyway. So says the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that if the person's theft, if the theft of land was due to directly to his actions, meaning if they would have stolen everything anyway, you're potter. But if, let's say, the marauder goes over to the Ganaf and he's like, what's a good land for me to steal? And he says, that land. And he pointed to that land. Then you're chayiv. Because it's directly related to your actions. Now, what the Gemara is going to analyze right now, I always find it hard to, you know, the, the rules for all this, I think, is very complicated. But is this, are you chayiv because you are mazakim? It's really a groma, if you think about it, right? If you're the marauder, and you ask me, what's a good land to take? And I say, Gavin's land. And then you take it. I'm chayiv. I mean, you're a guy, so you're not going to chayiv. I'm chayiv. So, I'm chayiv. I mean, what do I do already? The answer is, it's groma. It's a garmi. So, either it's chayiv, as we're going to analyze in the Gemara right now. It's either chayiv... Me'ikar hadin, because you hold garmi is chayiv, or it's not really chayiv, it's just chazal say you're chayiv because we're upset with what you did. Okay, those are the two options. It's either a knas, meaning you're not technically chayiv because it's a garmi, but you should not be pointing out other people's lands. It's actually like mesira. Or, uh, it's not that it's, first of all, we'll actually analyze that today. It's the concept of a moiser, of killing a moiser from today's daf. So actually, either it's just a knas, or you're actually chayv because it's garmi, and we hold that garmi is chayv. That's what Gemara is going to analyze right now. Four lines from the bottom. So the Gemara says, There was a certain person who showed um, uh, wheat to the, hound, uh, to the house of the Rish Galusa. The Rish Galusa had a lot of people. Sometimes they were good, sometimes they weren't. So this Rish Galusa was confiscating land. And he pointed out, he's like, oh, Menashe has got wheat in his backyard. Why don't you take it? And they came and they took it. So also the commentary of Nachman. So they asked Rav Nachman, is he chayiv for pointing out the wheat? Chayiv Rav Nachman Nachman says, yes. Mamashar Mishnah. You're chayiv to pay because you pointed out the wheat and then it was confiscated. So Yosef, Rav Yosef, Achoy, Rav Huna Barchia. Yosef, Rav Huna Barchia, Kamei, Rav Nachman. Amalei, Rav Huna Barchia, Rav Nachman. They said, Dina Oiknasa. Here's the question. Do you say, again, I point out wheat in your backyard. You know, I call the building department and I say, hey, he's doing something illegal. And the building company takes it away. Question is, I have to pay. The question is, am I chayiv? Am I chayiv to pay for me'ikar hadin? Meaning, because this Gemara follows the view that garmi is chayiv. Or no, you're not technically chayiv. It's a knas. Chazal do not want a society where Jews are pointing out to the government other people's flaws. So the question is, is it a knas or is it a din? You'll say, what's the difference? You've got to pay anyway. So we'll get to it in a second. He says, dino knas. His first question is, before he explains the nafkamini, his last question is, is it a din or is it a knas? So Amar lei, masisani. It's mafurusha mishnah. Ditznan. We just had in the Mishnah that if you point out, if a Ganif steals the land and then points it out to the other Ganif and he says, steal this land, and they do, you're Chayiv. Now, the, the Mishnah is not talking about a Knas, the Mishnah means Chayiv. Chayiv means Me'ikar Adin. So our, we're saying right now that you're Chayiv. Okay, so it's not a Knas, it's a Din. Basar Dinovic, after he left the room, Amalei Rav Yosef, Amalei Rav Yosef, Nafkal Mina. What's the nafgamina? 
Again, you have to pay anyway. The question is, is it a knas or is it a meikar adin? What's the difference? I'll tell you what the difference is. Can I extrapolate to other garnemis? Meaning, if you say that it's chayiv, if I know that you're saying it's chayiv because you hold dina de garmi is chayiv, then I'll take this concept and extrapolate it to many other garmis. But if it's a knas, then knas is only on the thing you knas. You can't extend it to other cases. So amr lei, idina You have to know the difference of whether it's a din or a knas, or whether you could apply it to other cases. So the question is, is it a dinner or a knas? How do I know? You're making this assumption that if something's a knas, I can't apply it. How do you know that? How do you know you can't extend a knas to other similar situations? So he says, Ditanya. Very interesting. Again, we're saying right now that the nafkamin of whether it's a dinner or a knas is whether you could extend it to other cases. If it's a knas, you cannot. What's the source that a knas cannot be extended to other cases? Ditanya. Barisha, you know how you are. Look at the words very carefully. Originally, there are three cases that Chazal held as chayiv. But it was, it was done in stages. Case number one is metame. Metame means I touch your, your, your akayan, I'm tame, I touch your truma. Make it inedible. Chayev. By the way, that's kind of a garmi. That's more bidaim. Okay, fine. Maybe it's a bidaim. Okay. The second one is menasech. I go to your wine and I pour it for avodazar. Both are chayev. Then they added later on medame. Medame means... I take truma and I mix it in. You're, no one's here is a kayin. I take truma and I mix it into your fruit. So it's not usher to everybody, it's usher to you. You have to sell it to a kayin. So the market value just plummeted. Right? If it was worth $100, now it's worth 20 bucks. So think about it. Originally they said metame and menasech is usher. And then years later they said, you know what, medama also. Well, what took them so long? What's the answer? The answer is it's knas. These are all knasses because these are all grammas. So why didn't they just do it all at once? Because you can't extend the knas to another case, even though you say to yourself, what's the difference between touching something, I'm Tommy, I touch your fruit, I'm chayev, because I rendered it, uh, 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 I, I ruined its value. I take a truma apple and I put it into your fruit. It's the same thing. I, I did something without, with, which caused a loss of money. So why is it that there is in stages? The answer is because it's a knas, and by knas you can't extend it. I'm just telling you, I went with mommy and. The answer is a knas. You can't extend it. That was me. So the Gemara says. I was just wondering. Uh, yeah. By menasech, I thought that was always by a, a guy that did it, not a. a no, no, you could be menasech also. Yeah, really. Oh, it could even be worse. Jews being menasech is way worse than a guy. It's harder, it's, 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 uh, it's worse. When a Jew makes an Avedizara, it's much harder to fix it than a guy. So the Gemara says, So why, in, why was it in stages? It must be, It must be a Raya, that it's a Knas, and therefore Knasas cannot be extended. So originally, they couldn't extend it to Medama, and then they eventually did. The Gemara says, no, it could be really a Knas you could extend. So how come they didn't extend it to a Medama right away? I'll tell you the difference. Think about this. $100 pile of apples, all cases. $100 pile of apple, $100 bottle of wine, $100 pile of apples. I touch it when I'm tummy. What is the market value right now? Zero. I pour wine out of the Zara. What's the market value? Zero. I take apples and I'm medame. So I take truma and mix it in. What's the market value? 20 bucks. Why? You don't have to throw it out. You just have to sell to a kayan. Now, kahanim know that they're the only market. So it's, they're not going to pay a lot. 
The reason why they didn't extend it, it's not because you can't extend the knas, it's because they felt maybe you shouldn't be mechaev because it still has a market value. It's not like the other two. It's not that they're not comfortable extending knasas. They are, but it's not like the other two because the other two, you completely are mafsid, hefsid gadol. It's a complete loss. Over here, you, you still could sell it. So maybe because it's a groma and because it still has a market value, maybe they shouldn't. So really, it's not that they don't extend knas. They could. They just didn't feel comfortable extending it right away. So the Gemara says, So it's not a raya that they won't extend the knas. The Gemara says, I'll bring a raya. That version that they originally answered, metame and menaseach, and then they medame, that's one version. There's another version of the, of the Brisa. The other version is that they originally answered metame and medame, and then they extended it eventually to menasech wine. What's the shot then? Why wouldn't they extend it? Menasech is for sure Shaviyasa. The answer is it's a knas, and a knas cannot be extended. So the Gemara says, Eini, Vatani Avuadiravovin. I have a proof that you cannot extend the knas. Why? Ravu Baravin says he has a different version of the order of events. He says originally it was someone they answered Metame and Medame. But they didn't want to answer if if I go into Menashe's uh, backyard and he's got a barrel of wine and I I I I, I splash it having in mind for Avodah They originally did not want to say that I'm Chayev. Then Then they changed their mind. Amazing question. Why not? And if Metame is has to pay, why not Menaseach? It must be it's a knas. And a knas they didn't want to extend to anything other than the case that was originally written by. So the Gemara says, It must be. There's no other explanation. If, if, if you're able to learn from a knas, then why did they not originally ask for Menaseach as well? So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, You know what the answer is? I actually can get out of it. Really? They could extend a knas. So why did they not aser menaseach? I'll tell you why. There's a concept called Kim Levi Ramne, which we've had many times. Now, we know the conclusion of this Gemara. The conclusion of the Gemara is that Kim Levi Ramne is only when they're happening at the same time. That at the same time that Yechayev Misa and Yechayev Mamon, you don't have to pay for the Mamon. That, that's the general rule. Over here is interesting. When I go into your backyard, right? what's the case? This is your barrel of wine. I pick it up and I pour. Now, is it exactly at the same time? No. It's not exactly at the same time. But you can't pour it unless you pick it up. The Gemara originally did not extend it and felt that you're potter because, not because it's a knas. The Gemara thought you were potter for academic reasons. The Gemara felt at first the reason why you're potter is because while it's not at the exact same time, because you can't pour it unless you pick it up, it's all one Misa. So Kimlei Vidar Abmine. Then the Gemara changed its mind and said, no, 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 no. Kimlei Rabine has to be Mamish at the exact same time. Not that one action is necessary for the other action. It has to be Mamish at the same time. So the reason why they originally potted it is not because it's a Knas and they didn't want to extend it. They potted it originally because they thought it was Kimlei Rabine. Then they changed their mind. They said, no, it's not Kimlei Rabine. Because Kimlei Rabine, they thought originally Kimlei Rabine included, even if it's not at the exact same time, if action A is necessary for action B, and action B gets you of Misa, and action A is of Mam in your potter. Even though it's not at the exact same time, but it's necessary. Then they change the mind. They said, no, it has to be Mamish at the exact same time. So over here, because the second you pick it up right now, I'm Chayiv as a Ganif, and then I pour two seconds later, then I'm Chayiv Misa. Yeah, you're, you're 
I'm living on the edge. So the point is, little evil Knievel. I did that, that once at the table. Watch. You know, yeah. you know, I'm I'm actually, I'm in the mood for a new laptop. Anyway, so the point is, the point is, so the Gemara says, so originally they, asked, they didn't want to ask, not because it was a knas, but because it was academic reasons. The Gemara says, no. Originally they held like a Rav Ovin that this would fall under the category of Kim Leib the Rabine, and that's why you're Potter. And then they changed their mind. They followed Rav Yirmiya, who said that for Kim Leib the Rabine to be extended, meaning to be Potter, it has to be at the exact same moment, Mamish. Not part of actions that are necessary. Exact moment, Mamish. And over here, it's not the exact moment. You Pick it up, you're a ganif. A second later, you pour. Chayev Misa. Misa and Mamun are not at the exact same time, and therefore you're Chayev. So the Gemara speaks it out. Originally, they felt like Ravavin. The Omar Ravavin. Ravavin said that Kim the Ramani applies even if it's not the exact same time as long as it's necessary. What's the example? Ravavin was talking about a case where I, I'm shooting an arrow. And it goes down the So I'm shooting an arrow like this, and it lands. In the middle of the arc, it rips clothing. Ravavin says, I don't have to pay. Why? Even though at the moment that it rips the clothing, when are you chayiv misa? You chayiv misa when it lands, right? If, if you shoot an arrow in the air and then somehow it were to just stop there, you're, you're not chayiv. It has to akira and hanacha. It has to pick up and put down. So the chayiv Shabbos actually ends, is actually chal the moment it lands. When does it rip the shirt? In the ark. Rav Oven said, you don't have to pay. Why? I, it's not the exact, technically same moment. He says, yeah, but you can't, you can't have an hanacha, you can't land without picking up. So this, the, the upward trajectory is necessary for the chi of Misa. That's enough. So to be here, I can't pour unless I pick it up. So the picking up is part of the necessity, therefore it's kim of the ramine. That's Rav Oven Svara. No, that's not true. If, if someone, true, but if someone were to grab it, then I wouldn't be chayv, right? If someone were to grab it, it's not. I hear you know. By the way, you, you are right. You are right. I think this is a much greater extension than that. I think that Rav Oven, I think Rav Oven is. You, you could even hold that it has to be at the same time and still agree with Rav Oven. That, that's my point. Rav Oven, this is extension of Rav Oven for sure. So the Gemara says, Ulub Saif, but then they change their mind. They said, no, this isn't Kimle Ramne by the wine. Why? Because we follow Rav Yirmiya. The moment you pick up the wine, that's when you're a Ganef and you're Chayiv Mamun. You're only Chayiv. Uh, 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 Misa, when you do the Nisach, seconds later. Okay. Fine. Now the Gemara says, um, okay, a couple stories and then the big story. It's going to get us to a big, big Misa. Beautiful Misa. The Gemara says, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda Iklabe Avyuni. Rav Huna Bar Yehuda visited a place called Avyuni. Asla Kamid Rabbi went in front of Rav Amrle, Klum Misa Bliyadecha. He says, You know, you have any good Shilas for me? Anything, uh, you know, anything interesting lately? Amrle, he says, Yisrael Shansu Avikachav and Mehera Mamel Chavera Baliadi. The case was that, now this is an important point. In our Mishnah, the case is, I'm the marauder. Menashe is the Ganev, or just a Jew. And I say, hey, Menashe, you have any good place for me to steal? And Menashe is like, yeah, Gavin. And I steal from Gavin. He's Chayev. Now, the reason why he's Chayev is because it's Garmi, or it's a Knas, either one, whatever. But the reason why he's Chayev is because I didn't force him. It's not like I put a gun to his head and I said, you know, 
give me land or I'll kill you. That, that's not the case. I just went over and said, hey, you have any good land for me to steal? He's like, yeah, Gavin. Because, that's, because he did it willingly, he's chayv. But this case is different. This is Yisrael Sha'ansua Avikichavim Vehera Mamichavere. The case was in front of Rava. The case in front of Rava was a guy forced a, a Jew to show him the money, money of his friend. So a guy goes to you and, and says, you know, bad damage or I'll kill you, whatever, unless you show me land. And he's like, I'll go to Gavin. And what did Rava say? Rava says, Potter. Rava said, Potter. I'm, I'm sorry, Vichiyavti. Rava said, Yerchayv. So Amr Lei, so I've got the names wrong. Rav Huna by Yehuda said Yechayv. Amar Le Rav said to him, "Ahadar of the Lamare, undo it." Meaning he said Yechayv because he was comparing it to the Mishnah, that when you show someone else's property and a guy takes it, Yechayv. So he says, "No, Ahadar Ladure, undo it." Not Chayv. The Tanya, Yisrael Shantzu Avikachav Meher Mamichaveri Potter. If a Jew, for, if a guy forces you to show your friend's property, forced your Potter. That's not the case of the Mishnah. The case of the Mishnah, what you're doing it willingly. Over here, you're forced. If you're forced, then we're not going to hold it against you. You didn't do it be a daim. The whole thing's a grama, right? It's not, like you, it's not like you went into Gavin's backyard, took his laptop and said, here, take this. It, it, you're just pointing, which is a grama. Over here, it's a grama that you're being forced to do. No, no. So he said, you're potter. So undo the psak. But, but if you actually do it be a daim, meaning if instead of going over and I say, I'm the guy, and I say, hey, show me good land to take, or show me uh, where's the good uh, jewelry. And he said, go to Gavin's house. And then they do it. I'm, I'm Potter. But if I say, show me good jewelry, and then you go into Gavin's house and take it and hand it, then it's not a gram anymore. Then it's a maizhi biyadayim. That's called matzal atzmai b'mamen chaveray. That's, you're saving yourself with your friend's property, biyadayim. The halacha is that while you're allowed to do it in order to save yourself, because it's pikuach nevesh, you have to pay. So the psak is, if you're forced to do it, if you just show pointing potter, be a daim is chayv. So it says the Gemara, Amar Rabba, If you're showing it willingly, meaning this is only if you're forced, he just clarifies. But if you just, if the guy's like, what's a good place to steal? I won't hurt you if you don't tell me. And you're like, yeah, because that's optionally doing it, that's garmi. If you're forced, then it has to do be a daim. Says the Gemara, interesting Shiloh. What if, what if you're forced, I'll, just, I'll speak out the case and we'll see it inside. Again, I'm forced, guy comes with a gun, God forbid, and he says, show me a, a jewelry to steal in the neighborhood, or show me a house that the doors uh, you can break in. So you're like, roommate's house. Points, potter. He says, instead of pointing, he says, show me good, ha- show me good jewelry to steal. You're like, you're like, give me a minute, I'll take care of you. Um, I'll text you when I'm ready. And then you go into Ruben's house, take the jewelry, and then you hide. What if the following case? The guy comes with a gun, and he says, what's good jewelry to say? So he says, Reuben's house. He points, Potter. Then he says, okay, take me there. So far, so, so far, Potter, because he's just pointing. Once he sees it, and he's by Reuben's house, he says, hand it to me. And then he hands it to him. He's also Potter. Why? The reason why, because at that point, once you already pointed it, and due to technicality, once you pointed it, you're Potter, then once the guy's there, it's not like the guy can't pick it up without you. It's not like it's on two opposite sides of the river where the guy needs you. At that point, the guy can just pick it up. He just wants you to pick it up because he's tired that you're already potter. That's not considered handing it be a dime. Once you already showed it to him and he sees it, then it's already considered like it's gone. because And due to technicalities, you're potter. Then even if you then hand it to him, as long as he can get it without you. Now listen, if you're op- opposite sides of the river and he could only get it with you handing it to him, then it's be a dime. But over here... If, you understand what I'm saying? You showed it to him, 
due to technicalities, your potter. Now that he sees it, it, it the money's gone anyway. It's like hefker. So then you hand it to him, it's not going to make a difference. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, the Gemara says, there was a person who showed, he was forced by Goyim to show the donkey, of the wine, I'm sorry, of Rav Mari. So Amrilei, Dari Vamdivanda. So they go to the wine, and he shows it to him, Potter. Then he says, the guy says, hand me the, hand me the bottle. So, Dari Vamdivanda, he hands him the bottle. Also, the Ravashi, they've come from Ravashi to be asked, is he chayiv? Potter, Ravashi says he's Potter. Amrilei, Rabbanu Ravashi, Atani, I'm not saying he's chayiv. I thought if you hand it, be a daim, you're chayiv. He says, no, Amrilei, Hani, Mili, Hechadilei, Okme, Eloi, Meikara. Handing be a daim is only chayiv if you didn't show it to him first. If you show it to him, then he already sees it, it's already gone. Then Once you show it to him, the money is burnt, it's gone. And due to technicalities, you're potter, then if you hand him your chayv. Now, by the way, the only exception would be if you hand it to him and he can't get it without you. Because then your handing is considered like a chash of a maisa. The b'risa says, if a guy, after you show it to him, he says, hand it to me, you're chayiv. I thought you're potter. The case of your chayiv is you're on two opposite sides of the rivers. So even after you show it to him, you can't get to it. That's when it's chayiv, because you handing it to mamish doesn't. But if you walk him to the place, you show it to him, and he could get it, and you just happen, happen to hand it to him. That's not going to... That's It makes sense that it's talking about two opposite of the river, because it says the word hoishet. Hoishet implies extending it very far, as opposed to tni, which is just to give shmamina. One more story, and then the big story. The Gemara says, There was a trap, a fish, that two people were fighting. Um, they're arguing. Now, the halacha is that when two people are arguing, as we'll see in Bamatsiya, and there's no way to figure out whose it is, there's a, a weird concept called kalda alam gvar, which is, you fight this out, we're not getting involved. F- fight amongst yourselves. So that's what, what this psak was. While they're fighting amongst themselves, one of them gives it to the king. So the question is, is he chayiv? So on the one hand, he, he's giving, you're allowed to give your own property to the king. You can't give your friend's property to the king. We don't know whose property this was. They were supposed to fight over this. Instead of him fighting it, he just told the government, he said, hey, you want this trap? Take it. So, Amr Abaya says, you're potter. Why? Because he could say, from my perspective, it's my trap. So I'm giving, I'm giving what I believe is mine to the king. Rav says, you believe that? Meaning, it's not yours. What's the halacha? The halacha is, it's called alam gvar. Called alam gvar doesn't mean it's yours. Called alam gvar means chazal allow you to fight it out. They never said you could give it to someone else. So the halacha is, rather, Rabbi says, we put him in cherem until he gets the trap back. Meaning, he's not allowed to give it to anybody. He's allowed to fight over it. They would never give him a heter to give it over to the government. Now, now we're doing a very big story. A very interesting story. Okay, the story goes like this. It's interesting that they're putting a person in camp for, in a way for such a small thing. Should have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. The, g- the Gemara says like this, the following story. There was a person who wanted to show his the straw of the king. He, he, wanted, to, he wanted to show the government his friend's straw. Okay? So, he comes in front of Rav. 
So, are you allowed to? Amr le, loy tichvi, loy tichvi. Rav says, do not show it, do not show it. Amr le, machvini, machvini. I will show it, I will show it. Meaning, I'm not listening to you. That's the undoing. What's up, Gavin? So I'm going to show it to you, I'm going to show it to you. Yosef, Rav Kana, kamei the Rav. Why did they use the double? No, just that, 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 that and he was very forceful. He, the point is, he was emphasizing. He was very forceful about it. Yosef, Rav Kana, kamei the Rav. Rav Kana was in front of Rav at the time. Shamte l'kuyimine. He uh, he broke his neck, meaning Rav Kana killed him because he's a miser. This is the concept that you're allowed to kill a miser because if the concept was that once you brought the government into this guy's house, they would attack the wife, they would attack the daughter, they would take over the house, and they would they would ruin his life, and and therefore you're just giving over the straw. It's an act of roidif. So Rav Kana killed him. So Rav said about this action, Kari Rav Rav said about this action, The Pesach describes Klal Yisrael that we fall in the street like a wild ox. What does that mean? In Rachman Alav, just like an ox, once it's caught, then the captors can do whatever they want to it. If they want to slaughter, they can slaughter. No one will have compassion. So to what it is when it comes to the money of Klal Yisrael, once the guy, once you give over the money of Klal Yisrael to a guy, then the guy can do whatever he wants and it could lead to death. So Rav. Now, Rav had the, the, the following issue. Rav Kana just killed this guy. The problem was, this is good for any of the Sephardim, the Persians, who when they were in charge of Israel, Persians didn't kill it care. You could kill people. They'd be like, that's fine. I could go ahead. We don't care. But the Greeks, who are now in charge, right. were particular about that. So Amrli Rav, Rav says, Kahana, if the Persians were still in charge, they don't care. You can kill anybody all you want. They would never care. If you killed somebody, go ahead. You wouldn't be in trouble. The problem is now the, the Greeks are in charge. The Greeks are uh, sticklers for death, for murder. Therefore, you got to run. They're going to say you're a murderer. They're going to throw you in jail. So kum sakla Go to Eretz Yisrael and study there under Rav Yechonan, who was the leader of the Rabbanim of Eretz Yisrael, and go learn. But Rav had one taina of Kahana. According to the Mashah, the taina of Kahana was he should have asked before he did it. He had no problem with him killing him, but he should have asked the Shailos Mori Alachem Bifnei Rabbi. So he says, if you're gonna go, Kabul Aleha Deloy Tikshul Rav Yechonan as a punishment, you can't ask a Shailo for seven years. You gotta stay quiet in Shir for seven years, a punishment for some, and you gotta stay you gotta stay quiet in Shir for seven years. So the Gemara says, So now he goes to see Rav Yechanan. Now Rav Yechanan would give the big Shir, and then Rish Lakish was the Chayzer. Rish Lakish would review the Shir afterwards with everyone and ask questions and explain. So Azul Ashkechel Rish Lakish, the Yosef Gomesayim said the Yomid Rabbana. So Rav Kahana sees Rish Lakish repeating the Shir. So Amr Lahu, he says, Rish Lakish Hecha, he says, I'd like to speak to Rish Lakish. So Amr Leh, they said to him, Am I, the student said, Why do you want to speak to Rish Lakish? Amr Lahu, Hai Kush, you have Hai Kush, Hai Peruka, Hai Peruka. I have this question, I have this question, I have this answer, I have this answer. Man, I got to add to this here. This is Rav Kahana talking. So Amr Leh, the Rish Lakish, they tell Rish Lakish all his Ha'arus. Also, Rish Lakish, Amr Vyechanan, Rish Lakish is very impressed. He goes to Rav Yechanan, he says, Ari, Allah, Bebavil, I'm Armisiv to Lamacher. A lion just came from Bavel. So tomorrow, be on the top of your game, because there's a very chash of a new student. So, the next day they put him in the front. Where you sat in the shear was very, very, it was very important. And they sat him in the front. So that was a very chash of a thing. Again, but again, remember, he is, he is sworn that for seven years he can't ask a shayla. So, Amr Shmaita Valiksha, Rav is giving the shear, looking to Rav Kana, nothing keeps going. Shmaita Valiksha, 
says a punishment, Rav Yechon says, get him out of here. Get him to the back. Puts him all the way seven rows back. Sitting in the back row. Rav Yechon turns to Rish Lakish and he says, this lion that you mentioned, I think he's more of a fox. Meaning he's not so he's not as sharp as you thought. This great lion from uh, he's a fox. He faked us. So Amar Rav Kana hears this. He's in the back. He says, "Yehi Rava Dahani Shavi Dori Lahavi Chilu V'Sheva Shonin Damer Lerav." He says, "May it be the will that the seven rows I was kicked back will be an atonement for the seven years. Meaning the seven years I have to say quite Yoytzezayin. I'm in the back. I was pushed back seven rows. I can talk now. I'm talking. So come Karai. He stands up. Amar Lei Nahader Mabereish. He says to Rav Yechon, repeat the shir, and now I'm ready to talk." So, Amr Shmaita Vikshir Vikhan says uh said halacha, he asked the Kasha. Ukmi Bidar Kama, they moved him one row up uh, to the front row. Uh Amr Shmaita Vikshi asked another Kasha, uh, another sh- Kasha. Rav Yochan have Yosef Asheva Bastaki. Rav Yochan would sit on seven mats for comfort. Every time he asked a Shaila, he would take one mat away. Rav Yechon would remove one mat from where he was sitting. Until he was sitting on the floor. So Rav Yechonon, now this is very interesting. This happened a couple times in Shas. We had this in Tainus. Rav Yechonon took it away. He took it away because he felt that like, like I'm, I'm not worthy of sitting on this mat if this person's asking Shailas on me. So he like took it away, took it away until he's sitting on the floor. Now what's interesting is you have this a couple times. We're going to have this in Bamatsia, the famous seventh paragraph of Bamatsia, with the death of Rish Lakish. You have this in Tainus also. Rav Yochanan, angering Rav Yochanan, brought a tremendous amount of dinam. So it's an interesting end of the story. The Gemara says, um, Rav Yochanan Gavr Saber. Rav Yochanan was an older man at the time. Umesarchi Gavine. And they've had this many times. His eyebrows covered his eyes. He couldn't see. And he would have a, he would have a special like spoon to lift up his eyes if he wanted to see. So, Amr Lehu, he said, Dalu So Rav Yechonon said, I want to see this Rav Kahan. So, Dalu de Kaspa. He used this eye thing to pick up his eyes. Now, Rav Kahan apparently had a split lip. It was a defect. He might have gotten a fight, whatever it was. He had a split lip. The problem is because of the lip, it was, uh, why so serious? So he, he it's all for Arla. So he, he, he looked like he was smiling. It looked like he was smiling, even though he wasn't smiling, but it looked like he was smiling. So Rav Yechon looks up his eyes and he sees Rav Kahana smiling at him, meaning, and he thinks he's being disrespectful, like, you're laughing at me. I'm just a joke to you. He thought he was... Well, this is a. Well, I'm here to amuse you. He thought it was, uh, you know, he thought it was making fun. Cholish daite. Rav Yechon got upset. And Rav Kana died. Now, end of the story. It's not the end of the story. So again, he he died. He did nothing wrong. Just literally had a split lip. So lemachar amalei Rav Yechon lerabanan. Rav Yechon the next day comes in to share. He's chazis lebavolei hechi avid. The next day they say, you know, Rav Kana died. He says, you saw he was laughing at me. So Amrilei Darke Hachi. They said no, that was just his face. Like that, that was just he just had a split lip. He, he wasn't laughing. So uh oh. So Olagabi Mamarta. So Rav Yechon says I got to go to his kever. Now Chaza Dahave go to the next page. He goes to the kever and he sees Hadra Le Achba. There was a serpent encircling the cave, stopping him from entering. So is it happened? By the way, it happens. Next mice also. also with Rav Yechonon and, and Rav Lazar of Shimon. Rav Lazar of Shimon, that same sugya with Rav Yechonon, the next sugya talks to Rav Lazar of Shimon, the son of Rav Shimon Be'echoi, he became a, uh, he became a, uh, uh, he would, uh, he would arrest, uh, he would arrest the, the, the Jews. What's the Lashem? He was a bounty hunter. He was a bounty hunter. The son of Rav Shimon Be'echoi. 
And the Gemara talks about how they refused to let his, his body into the cave of Hashem Ba'ichoi. The snake would block it. That was like Hashem's way of stopping. So, so Amr Le'e, says to the snake, Achna, Achna, snake, snake, Psach, Pumima, open your mouth, V'yechnes Aravi Sol Talmud. The Rebbe is coming to see the Talmud. Nope, no good. You need a little, uh, Hashem wanted him to be humbled. Le'posach, no good. Yikon is Chavar, it's a Chavar. says, okay, I'm not a Rebbe to a Talmud. A friend is seeing a friend. Nope, no good. Le pasach. Yikon is Talmud Yisrael Rav. He says the student is coming to see the master. Minerviachin is calling Rav Kana the master. Pasach le. Now all of a sudden the snake goes away and he can go in. So he buy Rachmim. Okay, Raviachin Davins and this Tchis Amesim. Mamash a Ma'isa of Tchis Amesim in the Gemara, which I don't recall other than Kam Rava Shachtel of Zera in Megillah. I don't remember another time. Mamash open. No, oh no, there's another one with. Uh, that's how we are. We haven't done that yet. It's Gemara of Avodah also. But the, so the point is, Mamash Tchias Amesim. So Amar Leir Rav Yechon said to Rav Kana, "You have a Yadana the dark Demar Hachil Lechoshadaiter." Rav Yechon said to Rav Kana, "If I knew that was your face, I wouldn't have gotten upset." So Hashalasi Marbedan. He says, "Now come back. Let's go back to let bygones be bygones. Let's go back to Shir." So Amar Leir Imatzis Lemiri Rachmei Desulei Shchim Nazilna Iloi Loyazuna. He says, "You have to daven that this won't happen again." I, I mean, I I'll go to Shir if I could not. It, have you kill me? I'll if if this won't happen again, I'm in. But 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 if not, I, I'm not interested. Tarya Ukma, Yochanim woke him from his sleep and raised him fully. I, I I didn't see this. So it sounds like this first part of the conversation. Well, it says that he was alive. It was still in like a dreamlike state. It was like half alive, more conversing with the neshama. But now he was fully awake, meaning now back to life fully. They learned together, and every Shailah Rav Yechonon had, Rav Kana would answer. And that's Rav Yechonon, this, this story demonstrates his greatness that Rav Yechonon said about him. And I, at first I thought the Torah is yours, but now the Torah is theirs, meaning um, that the, 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 I used to think that the Torah in Eretz Yisrael was, was more Chashem, and now the Torah in Babel is more Chashem. That is the end of that story, but let's keep going, we've got to finish it off. Hahu... There was a certain person who showed Rav Abba's silk to the king, and they confiscated it. So Yosef Rav Avo, Rav Chanina Bar Papi, Rav Yisach Nafcha, Yosef Rav Eloi Gabayu, Savrla Chayuba. Now again, this whole Indian of pointing to someone's property, we said in the Mishnah Yechayiv, the Mishnah started, the Gemara asked, is it a Dina or a Knas? Gemara says it's a Din. What's the Din? Dina de Garmi, meaning if you pointed someone's stuff and the government took it, if your chayiv would depend on whether you're doing din de garmi. If you hold garmi as chayiv, then you're chayiv. If you hold garmi as potter, you're potter. So he goes to this bezdin of Ravavo, Rav Chanina Bar Papi, and Rav Nafcha. They're trying to figure out is this person chayiv? I mean, they're trying to figure out is garmi chayiv or potter. So they said, well, we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Donis a din zik is a chayiv, chivas a zakai, timis a torah, tears a tomei, masha osi osi vishalme beisai. The halacha is that if a rav gives the wrong psak, and causes financial damage, he has to pay. Oh, so that's Garmi. So you see, Garmi is Chayiv. So Amr Le Ravi Loi, Hachi Amr Rav, who and Biyad. He said, no, 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 no. The case of the Rav, we had this a while ago. The case of the Rav that you're Chayiv is not where the Rav just paskins. It's the Rav actually took the item. Meaning I say, you have to give him the, you owe him the money. And then you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, give him. And I grab the money and I say, hand it to him. That's when you're Chayiv. Because it's nasa nas and biyad. But if it was just me talking, that's garmi and your potter. So we don't know whether garmi is chayiv or potter. So the Gemara says, Amr so they said to Rav Abba, this is interesting, they're not sure what to do. So they said, you know what, you want your money back? 
They hold garmi as chayiv. Meaning, it's like, you know, it's like you want a heter, ask this rub, you want a chayiv, ask this rub. You want, you get your money back, talk to them. The Gemara says, They went to them and chayivu, and they said, What's the source? That said that if you point out the item, you're chayiv. Okay, let's go back to it. There was a person, I gave a silver cup for safekeeping to Reuven, yeah? Saliku Ganve Eloyim. Ganovim come and and take, and, 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 and go to this, again, I give the silver cup to Reuven to watch, I said, do me if you're watching. Ganovim come, and they say, give us the watch, or give us the, it was a cup, give us the cup, or we'll hurt you. So, he has the cup. So, also, Kamidir Rabba, he comes from the rabbi Potter. He says, the Potter, why? Potter, I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? They had to give it up. Isn't that a case where you're saving yourself? Meaning, here's the, here's the point. If they go, I'll just use you for example. It shouldn't happen. But I give you a, a silver cup. A guy comes and he says, give me all your money. And you're like, um, I have this cup. So he says, so I originally said Potter, why? Because you're a Shomer Chinam, the guy would attack you, what do you want to do? He says, no, no, that's Matzalatza Mam Chavera. Meaning, if they would come and say, you have that cup, give us that cup. Of course you have to give up the cup, that you're a Shomer Chinam. But that's not what happened over here. They came and said, give me your wallet. And you're like, I'd rather, I have, instead of my wallet, my wallet's so ugly, I have this beautiful cup. You're now using my property to save yourself. You've got to pay for that. So the Gemara says, so what's the Psaq? El Amr Ravashi Chazinan. The answer is, how do you tell? Now, if the guy comes and the guy says, give us that cup, and they give you the cup, your potter. If the guy says, give me your wallet, and you're like, instead of my wallet, what, take the cup, then you're chayiv, because you're using my cup to save yourself. Which you're allowed to do halachically, you just have to pay for it, because it's pikuach nefesh, but you have to pay for it. So how do you know if you're not sure what the guy says? The guy just says, here, give me all your money. And you're just like, here's the cup. And they're like, all right, great. And they leave. How do you know? So the answer is, are you wealthy? If you're a wealthy guy, then they're probably coming, not because they know about the cup. You're a wealthy guy. They're coming because you're a wealthy guy and they're trying to get money from you. So then if you hand the cup and exempt yourself, then you're using my money to save yourself. Then you're chive. But if let's say you're a poor guy. And they're only coming because they watched you, like they saw you leave the ATM, like they saw you leave my house with a golden cup, then, then they're after the cup the whole time, then you're potter. So the Gemara says an interesting ma'isa. It's an interesting story. They, gave, they gathered money for Pidin Shvun to get someone out of prison. $1,000. They give the $1,000 to Gavin. Yeah? He's in charge of the money for the Pidin Shvun. Saliku Gambrilayu. People come, take the money from him. So, Shakil Avni Loy, they took the purse and they leave. He bribed them with the purse and they saved themselves. Also, come to Rabbi Potter. Rabbi says, Potter, wait a minute. That's saving yourself with someone else's money. He says, it's not. The money is used for Pidin Shvuyim. He was a Shvuyim at that time. Meaning, that's not using someone else's money to save yourself. The money was allocated for saving someone from Pidin Shvuyim. At that moment, he was a Pidin Shvuyim. So the money was in perfect use. Like, you know. I have to have to I'll tell you something. Funny. Hukavar uh, Daaktim. Oh my goodness, I got more. Hukavar Daaktim. Asik Hamer Lamavre Kamid Silki in Shimebro. There was a person, um, he went on a boat and 
the, the, these boats were not meant for animals. These were people only. But he brought his donkey on the boat first. Now the problem is that due to the weight of the donkey, or the act of the donkey, the donkey started freaking out. The boat started to capsize. So, boy, the boat was going to sink. So, so one guy just come, grabs, grabs the donkey, throws it in the water. Drowns the donkey. So the question is, does he have to pay? So you'll say, well... Saving yourself with the other friend, you have to pay. Aren't you saving yourself with someone else's money? Why don't you have to pay? The answer is that donkey is a roidif. Meaning, because that donkey is on the boat, he's not supposed to be there. And because of him, the boat is going to sink. He's a roidif. The halacha is that you're allowed to save yourself with a roidif's money. Meaning, when a roidif is coming to kill you, you're allowed to shoot him. Now, let's say instead of shooting him, I could just ruin his money and save myself. Then you're allowed to do that. So the Gemara says, Now, again, you have a Roidif. Roidif is the Reuven. Reuven is running after Shimon. He's the Roidif. The Roidif, as he's running, if he breaks anything, he's Potter. doesn't matter who's... It belongs to why? Because as he's running, he's chayv misa, right? You can shoot the roidif. Kim le As he's running, if he breaks stuff, potter. Because again, he is someone who should be shot. The roidif is running after someone trying to kill him. He's got a knife. He's trying to stab someone. At that moment, he is mischayev benavshoi. He is chayv misa. Therefore, if he breaks something on the way, he's potter. Because kim le That's the one who's chasing after him. Huh? The whole Misa is considered one long Misa of Radifa. Over there, the Chi of Misa is at the moment of the Avodazara. Over here, the, the entire running is considered a Misa Radifa. It's one long Misa. So that's why the Roidif is Potter. Now, that's the Roidif. What if you're the victim, right? There's Reuven chasing Shimon. So if Reuven, the bad guy, he breaks off your Potter. What about Shimon, who's running away? So. If the victim turns around and, and you know, breaks his phone and gets away that way, he's Potter. Why? Because if he could kill the guy, he definitely could break his stuff. Meaning you're allowed to break his stuff in order to save yourself. So to over here with the donkey, I could throw off your donkey in order to save myself. Now, by the way, what's the, what about Avoshel Kol Adam? Now let's say I'm the I, I, the guy's the victim. He's running instead of hurting the property of the roidif, he just takes stuff like in the movies and just breaks stuff. He's chayiv because over there you, you don't have permission to break other people's stuff. Now you have permission to do it because you got to pay for it if you survive. Now the last halacha we know about the roidif and we know about the nirdaf. What about the guy running after the roidif? The cops who are running after the roidif. So the Gemara says, The truth is, if a guy is running, right, and he's trying to save, he's trying to kill the roidif to save the nirdaf, and he's shooting and he breaks stuff, he's potter. Why? Why should he be potter? The answer is it's not Meikar Adin that he's potter. He's only potter because Chazal said if we make him chayiv, no one's going to run. No one's going to no one's going to run after the guy if they know they have to be that particular. Okay, let's finish up the daf. Mishnah says like this: Shat Vanar, I steal your land, and then the land gets washed out. What's the halacha? This Mishnah is of the view there's no such thing as stealing land. So if I just move over the property line, how do you steal land? You take my fence, I put it into your property. That, that's how you steal land. 
I do that, and then a tsunami comes and ruins the land. Do I have to replace it? No. Because our mission of fields is no such thing as stealing land. So the tsunami, it's your land the whole time. And the tsunami ruined your land. Didn't ruin, I didn't steal your land. There's no such thing as stealing land. In, in, in Karka Nixelas. Therefore, the tsunami ruined your land. I could just say, hey, uh, just back out. Like I said yesterday, I just back out. You could do whatever you want. Now, this Mishnah is of the view that Karka cannot be stolen. Halachically. It's a machloikas tanoim, as the Gemara is going to point out. If you steal your friend's field, and then it gets a tsunami, Rav says you have to replace it. Rav is of the view, you could steal land. Therefore, if you steal land and the damage happens, you have to replace it. Rav view is that Karka is Nigzal, and then the Chachamim follow our Mishnah, feels there is no such thing as stealing land. What's the machloikas about? The machloikas is when the Pasuk describes stealing and, and returning it, it depends on whether you darshan klalu pratu klal or a riboy enemiet. If you darshan a riboy enemiet, which is much more inclusive, then it includes everything that could be stolen, even land. If you do a klalu pratu klal, it's much more exclusive and it does not include land that could be stolen. We'll finish up. To include land as being possible to be stolen. Because the Pasuk says, The Pasuk starts off by saying, You deny a loan, which is stealing, just a general theft. That's inclusive. Even land, it includes everything. Then it says, Then the Pasuk says, A deposit, which is something you can hand someone, which is more minimal. Then, the Pasuk then says, Lying about anything, inclusive. Riboy miut veriboy. Riboy hakol, it includes everything. My rabbi, rabbi kolmil, it includes everything that could be stolen, even land. Umay miut, it only excludes one thing. Riboy miut, by the way, only excludes one thing. And what does it exclude? Shtaros, documents, which do not have intrinsic value. Meaning, the only thing it has to be shayach for steel is that it has to have inherent value. Something that represents value cannot be stolen. But everything else, including land, could be stolen. That's Rabbi Yezer Shita. The Rabbanon say, no, they darshan the same pasuk, but instead of Rebu Amit, it's hard, by the way, I, I, I think it's a halacha mishra whether you go Rebu Amit or Klal Pratiklal. It's not like a svara. Rabbi Yezer throughout Shas goes Rebu Amit, Rabbi Kiv and the Chama always go Klal Pratiklal. So Gemara says, the Rabbanon darshan Klal Pratiklal. V'kichosh Klal, Pikod and Prat, is only similar to the Prat, meaning it, it's not. Rebuimit includes everything except one. It's 99% inclusive. Kalupratiklal is that it only includes if it's similar to the exclusiveness. Meaning it has to be similar to the meat to be included. How so? Mahaprat, Davar Mamin, just like the prat, which is a deposit. It has to be something that's metaltal, movable, and valuable. I've called Mamin, excluding karka, which cannot be stolen. Shame metaltal, because it's not movable. Yatu Avodim, Shokshakarkars. Slaves, which have the status of, of land. And what's Gufay Mamen? Yatu Shtaris, And that excludes Shtaros. So the difference is, according to Rav Yezer, it includes land. According to Rabbanon, it does not include land. Let's just finish up. Now, we're saying right now, it's a machlaikas, whether you could steal land. And the machlaikas is, whether you darish and call it pratakal or But Tanya, wait a minute. This price is very strange. I steal a cow. And a tsunami comes and sweeps away the cow. Really, as it says, you have to replace the cow. Okay, you stole a cow, you gotta replace the cow. Chamim say no. Chamim say no, you don't. You don't have to replace the cow. Wait a minute. 
I understand the machlekes. Mamish the same machlekes, but instead of land, by a cow. Wait a minute. I get the land, you could tell me they argue about whether karka is nigzel or not. But now they're arguing whether you could steal a cow. You definitely could steal a cow. So what's the Chum Shita about? So the Gemara says, Amrav Papa, and with this, Hasam Ayeskinon, Kenesha Gozel Sand Mechaveri, Vahaisa, Paru Ravutza, Lava Shatvanar, Teravalazla Tamev, Rabbanam Tamev. You know what the answer is? The case of that, that Brisa is not where I take a cow and I steal it. The case is, I go to your field, and I, and your field, and there's a cow on your field. I just move the, my barriers. If you hold that you could steal land, then that theft acquires the cow on it as well. Then, when the tsunami comes, I'm chayef for the land, I'm chayef for the cow. There are abundant who feel that you can't steal land. If you can't steal land, then you didn't steal the cow. It's not like you did a mice kinin on the cow. You just moved the barriers to include that parcel of land. If you considered a mice gzela on the karka, it's a gzela on the para as well, and then you have to play both. If it's not a gzela on the karka, it's not a gzela on the para. So it's lishitoso, but I thought you could steal a cow. But that case is lishitoso, whether you define it as a gzela or not.